0: Thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody, and welcome
1: back to the Transform Podcast. Again, I'm grateful for your presence uh, on this podcast. I thank you so much for listening uh, day in and day out, week in and week out. Maybe you're new to this podcast. If you are, again, I appreciate you. Uh, If you have just found this, I hope that it is certainly beneficial and helpful to you. Um, if you have been listening for quite some time, again, I'm just thankful that you have continued along with me in this journey. I hope you're taking advantage of the Scattered Rod Network and everything that we have to offer um, and what a blessing it is uh, to be able to have resources like this. I'm grateful for every single person on this network and for the study that they put in. I'm just happy to be able to work alongside all of these great men uh, who do so much good for, uh, for our God and his kingdom. Uh, today is a little bit of a special episode. I, I want to apologize for last week uh, because last week I didn't not get an episode uploaded. That is my fault. Um, I just had had a lot of things going on at gospel meeting, youth events and different things like that. And I just completely spaced on the fact that I had not uploaded yet. So I want to apologize about last week for not getting an episode up this week uh, is a little bit of a different episode. And basically what I'm calling it is a blast from the past. And I'm pulling one of my really old episodes that I did towards the beginning of my podcast, but, but one that I think really, really helped uh, me. And I hope that it helped you. Um, and that if you haven't heard it, I hope it helps you now. Uh, but basically, it's entitled trusting in Trusting in a stable God during unstable times. And basically, what has happened is COVID has just hit. The quarantine has just hit. The pandemic has been coming on strong. And there's been a lot of, a, a lot of difficult times have come upon us at this point in time. And it's, it was something that our world had never seen, we had never seen. Um, and it's crazy to think you know, how far we have come in over a year. And yet, I know that there are some, still some places that struggle with this, still um, some cities and towns that maybe aren't even opened yet. And uh, it's just been a really hard process just throughout the entire thing and throughout the entire world. And so, I hope that this episode is something that helps you uh, to, to see and understand that there certainly is a stable God in whatever situation you find yourself in, regardless of what's going on, that this is something that can help you. And then I hope that it does help you. And I hope that you continue to trust in God during unstable times in whatever part of your life. I hope that you enjoy this episode. And again, if you haven't already, please go subscribe, give us a rating or review, And again, I hope this helps you. I appreciate your presence today. Um, I really just wanted to talk kind of about a, a couple ideas um, for this episode. And I just wanted to say how that it really just did my heart good um, to see um whenever you get again, on social media, to see all of the posts about how people um were able to worship this past Sunday, um even though many doors to many church buildings uh, were reluctantly closed. Now, as I begin this idea, I'm not going to get into any kind of debate of this idea of, you know, how dare we think that we can close the doors to our buildings to suspend our assemblies. I'm not going to get into any kind of discussion about that. There are many good articles that have been written on this topic. And I actually shared one on my Facebook page on Sunday, um, from plain simple faith.com. The article is written by brother Ben Giselbach and it's an excellent article that explains this scenario quite well. Um, so if you're interested in that, go to my Facebook page and look at what I shared, but I'm not going to get into any kind of discussion about that. However, I do want to mention, um, though, of about how proud I am to be a part um, of the Church of Christ and how proud I am of our brotherhood. And I know that I know me saying that really doesn't hold uh, much weight, but I want you to know how proud you ought to be uh, of the brotherhood as well. And what a joy it was to see brothers and sisters all over the world still be able to meet um, and worship our God in heaven above through the avenue of technology and how blessed we are. Uh, with the technological advances that have been made in our lifetime that really allow us to be able to do things like live stream our worship services or pre-record lessons and upload them to websites or to YouTube or to whatever platform it is so that members can listen and so that they can still learn. Uh, but it was so uplifting that even in these uncertain and I guess kind of somewhat scary times in which we live, Um, You know, we can still see the light of Christ being shown by brothers and sisters all over the world. Someone said over the weekend, um, you can take the church out of the building, but you can't take worship away from the Christian. And how true that is. And so my request uh, for all of us is that, you know, let's not grow slack in our Christianity. You know, this is an opportunity that the devil, no doubt, is going to be trying and probably has already been trying to take advantage of. Um, and that as individuals, you and I, we could succumb to him and we could think that maybe we don't need to worship on our own, that we can just kind of take a break from worshiping. Or maybe we think that it's an opportunity to, be, to, to put being a Christian on hold or on the back burner. Perhaps we think that we can use um, all of this free time to do something else and not worry about worship or study. Besides, no one's going to know because it's just you at home, right? But let me suggest this to you, that no matter where you are, no matter what circumstances under which you are living, no matter what is happening around you, um, we all still have an obligation to be a faithful Christian and to worship God upon the first day of the week, whether that be from our homes or from a building. And that responsibility uh, is laid upon us as New Testament Christians, so let's not neglect that fact. But how happy we should be for technology, but not only for technology, but also um, we need to be make sure that we're grateful Uh, for elders who are willing to make difficult decisions for their congregations. I mean, think about it. Our elders have never seen anything like this before, have they? They have, they've been given all the same information that you and I have been given And yet they have to make the decision with the best interest of the flock in mind. So be grateful for church leadership. Um, Also be thankful for ministers who are willing to comply with their elders. I'm sure that disagreements were had and might have been voiced over the weekend. Uh, But be thankful for ministers who humbly submit themselves to to the elders and who did what was asked of them. And that is stepping out and maybe doing things a little bit differently. And instead of preaching to live people, they are preaching to cameras now. Um, so be thankful, be thankful for ministers, be thankful for your fellow members, um, for their support, uh, of the decisions that have been made and for their willingness to pray and to worship and to be the best support system that there ever could be. Um, uh, let me, let me say this, before we move on and I'm going to jump on my soapbox here and I guess that's okay because this is my podcast and I can say whatever I want to say. Um, but let me say this. If You decide to go against um, the CDC's recommendations and the government's recommendations. And you decide to meet and gather together with Christians in a building on the first day of the week. Um, Let me um, let me implore you to just keep it to yourself. Um, And I know that that may sound a little bit harsh, but answer me this. And the only reason I bring this up is because I've seen this over and over and over again on social media, people doing this. Now, I know some people are posting and not doing this, but just listen, because there are some who do this. But let me answer this question. What good are you doing by posting on social media about, you know, this idea of how dare we, we not assemble in our buildings on the first day of the week and start a big long debate that does no one any good and quite frankly paints the church of Christ in a bad light? What good are you doing? How are you helping anything or anyone by posting about this with this, you know, holier than thou attitude and this, this idea that, well, I'm a better and stronger Christian because I'm going to meet in a church building no matter what. We don't need to be doing that, do we? Just stop it. If you decide to meet, then my suggestion to you is to simply meet and then move on. Um, and so I guess that's my soapbox for the day. So I'll hop off now. But even, even in times like this, you know, with so much uncertainty, um, so much pain, so much death, so much trial, so much tribulation, Um, we truly have so much for which we can be thankful. And I'm reminded of what Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, where he said, in everything, give thanks. And it's interesting that the inspired writer does not say for everything, but rather in everything, give thanks. Um, You know, there's always something good that we can take away from every situation, isn't there? Now, whether or not we will like what that is, that depends, um, because oftentimes lessons learned can be difficult and can hurt. But we can still be thankful for being able to learn those lessons and being able to worship and being able to grow um, in our own faith and trust in God. And that's kind of the second thing that I wanted to touch on in in this episode is this idea of trusting in God, trusting in a stable God during unstable times. You know, I have no doubt that there was not a single person on this earth who woke up on January 1st, 2020 and thought, hey, in just a couple of months, everyone's world is going to be I guess, turned upside down because a virus is going to cause a pandemic and the world will pretty much shut down. I'm sure no one thought that. But it's an interesting thought, though, isn't it? That no one had no idea because obviously no one knows what the day holds, much less a few weeks or a few months or maybe even years. And yet what a blessing it is that we are still able to serve a stable and sound and unmoving God. I think about Hebrews 13 and verse eight. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever Yesterday Christ was the same as he is right now, and he will be the same as he is right now tomorrow you know this virus the the, the, the CDC our government the world it's ever changing isn't it and the news the recommendations are ever changing because we are constantly discovering new things and better things and there are things that we that we know today that we uh, did not know yesterday and hopefully there will be things tomorrow that we will know that we didn't know today but friends, let me tell you something we can fully and completely and wholly trust in our never changing and always stable God. I'm somewhat reminded of Job and his situation. Now please don't get me wrong. I know that we are not nearly uh, we really aren't even close to the situation in which Job uh, in which Job found himself. I cannot imagine the things that Job had to go through losing his family, having his wife turn on him, losing possessions, uh getting boils, having so-called friends betray you, etcetera. The list goes on and on. However, he certainly was living Um, in a time, given the circumstances, that was uncertain and often changing um, as we are, especially right now. And I guess, I would guess that there have been many people in our world today and our times who, um, I guess, have questioned God, you know, why is this happening? God, why are you allowing uh, this to go on? What is the point of all of this happening? What can we gain from this? And question after question uh, could be asked just like Job. And Job wanted to know why. Why was all of this happening to Job? Job's thinking, you know, what is the point of all this? And he begins to question God. And God, for a time, allowed him to ask his questions and kind of wallow in his doubt, I suppose we could say. But then when you get to chapter 38, you begin to kind of get a dialogue of God answering Job and telling him and showing him how great and how powerful and how magnificent he truly is. If you think about Job chapter 38 and you look at verse 4, God says, where were you? When I laid the foundations of the earth, tell me if you have understanding, if you go jump down to verse eight, or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst forth and issued from the womb. Look at verse 12. Have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place? Look at verse 16. Have you entered the springs of the sea or have you walked in search of the depths? Look at verse 19. Where is the way to the dwelling of light and darkness? Where is its place? Look at verse 22. Have you entered the treasury of snow or have you seen the treasury of hail? Uh, of, of, of hail. Uh, look at verse 25. Who has divided a channel for the overflowing of water or a path for the thunderbolt to cause it to rain on land where there is no one, a wilderness in which there is no man? Look at verse 34. Can you lift up your voice to the clouds? that an abundance of water may cover you, and so on and so forth. If you could read all of chapter 38, you could read all of chapter 39, all of chapter 40, and all of chapter 41 as well. It truly is one of the greatest sections of scripture that details the power and mighty hand of our God. You know, I imagine it's kind of like a child who is back talk to their parent and the child thinks that they have it all figured out and the parent comes in and proves to the child that they really know nothing in comparison to the knowledge and wisdom that they have but i want us to notice the response of job in chapter 41 or chapter 42 excuse me look at what he says here beginning in verse one the bible says then job answered the lord the job answered the lord and said i know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you You asked, who is this who hides counsel with knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I will question you and you shall answer me. Verse verse five, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but look at this, but now my eyes see you. Friends and listeners, may we always be individuals who have eyes, who see God, who always see our father in heaven. But even more so now, while we live in these unstable times, I think back to Isaiah 44 and verse six, the Bible says, thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and the last besides me. There is no God. And sometimes I've read this and I thought, is it, is he saying, is it besides me or beside me? There is no God, but quite honestly, it's both, isn't it? There is no other God besides him and there is no other God beside him. You know, our God is powerful, isn't he? He's mighty. He's magnificent. Romans 8 and verse 31, the apostle Paul says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? What could be more comforting in a time like this? The hymn that we sometimes sing comes to my mind and it goes as follows. Often I'm hindered on my way, burdened so heavy I almost fall. Then I hear Jesus sweetly say, heaven will surely be worth it all. Many the trials, toils, and tears, many a heartache may hear appall. But the dear Lord so truly says, Heaven will surely be worth it all. Toiling and pain I will endure, till I shall hear the death angel call. Jesus has promised, and I'm sure, Heaven will surely be worth it all. Heaven will surely be worth it all, worth all the sorrows that here befall. After this life with all its strife, Heaven will surely be worth it all. I know this virus is powerful. It, it certainly has spread and its presence <clears throat> most certainly has been felt. But may we never lose sight of our God. May we never forget the power of our God. It, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what, what, what it is that's happening. Our God is more powerful, isn't he? And we can look to him. We can trust in him. We can place all of our faith and confidence in him. And what a blessing that ought to be for us. I appreciate you so much for being with us today. Again, I apologize for having been absent from the podcast scene. I encourage you don't, don't shut off the podcast just yet. I have a couple of things I want our listeners to know about first. Um, I do plan to be back. So look out this Friday for episode number seven of kickstart. I also want to take this opportunity, um, encourage to encourage you to study. You know, most of us, if not all of us have, well, are, is, are going to have a lot more free time on our hands now. Um, let's use this free time as an opportunity to study God's word. I think so often we get so busy that the act of studying the Bible just kind of gets booted down to the bottom of the totem pole and everything else takes precedence over that. But it doesn't matter how busy we are or what's happening in the world around us. Psalm chapter one and verse two still rings true, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate when? Day and night. There are so many tools and avenues by which we can study. So let me me give you a few sources um, that we can use. Number one, Obviously, the Word of God, second Timothy two verse fifteen is one of the many commands to study, and also second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen show us that the inspired Word can make us make us complete. it gives us everything that we need so first and foremost, study the Word of God. Number two, let me give you another source ptp three sixty five it is a website that has uploaded Thousands of audio and video files from Polishing the Pulpit, and it's currently free right now. They have graciously allowed individuals to make accounts and listen to and watch files from past PTPs. Um, so I certainly encourage you to go and check that out. Um, get on your podcast platforms Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever it is that you go. Um, I certainly appreciate the support that you all have shown over the last few months, but there are many other great sound and biblical podcasts that have been put out by other brethren. So I encourage you to go search for those. Um, and then also for those of you who are on Facebook, I encourage you to go look up a page that is called Digital Bible Study. And what this group is doing is they and they actually started this yesterday. Uh, but what they're doing is they're having a gospel preacher hop on and start a live stream and just preach a sermon. And they plan to do that every single day. They have, I think, over 50 50 men who have agreed to get on and preach a sermon. So um, already a month and a half uh, uh, of of sermons that you can listen to. um, They have several sound and faithful men who will be presenting lessons. So yet another avenue to learn and to study. And of course, I will add all of these links in our show notes below. Again, I do thank you so much, for tuning in and listening to this episode. Don't forget we are on social media. Check us out.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at network at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.